Hi, and welcome to episode 135 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island, a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here we are. It's our first October episode. And like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, anywhere I can find a recipe on the World Wide Web. We have all the recipes, any tips or techniques we talked about, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list I make on our website at dinnersisters.com. And you can also get all this sent directly to your inbox if you want to subscribe to our newsletter for, you know, not just these recipes, but some other fun stuff too. Okay, Kate, this week's recipes were shredded chicken and potato burritos by Kate. That's you, Kate. <laughs> by me. Made a recipe yeah. this week. <laughs> uh, Nacho-style baked potatoes from Serious Eats and sweet potato hash with caramelized onions, sausage, and eggs from the kitchen. Betsy, you and I loved a theme so much last month that I wanted to do another theme for October. <laughs> I was like, let's just keep theming it up here. So, but our, this time around, our topic is seasonal for the month. It is all about autumn vegetables, which I thought was kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Get get right into it. Like Leaves are falling, that sort of thing. And our first episode is all about potatoes because I think about them this time of year from my time in Maine, October is always potato harvest month. Grow a ton oh. of potatoes up in northern Maine. Yeah. So um, that's when all the potatoes get, you know, yanked out of the ground. And it's like also the perfect weather for potato dishes, you know? Yeah. I also just appreciate a potato because they keep so long in your pantry or in wherever you're storing them. And you always kind of feel full after a meal with potatoes, which can be really good because some nights you just can sense a vibe in your house that people need <laughs> A meal that's going to fill them up. Right. Like take a little edge off the hangry, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Light and ref- refreshing sometimes doesn't really cut it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you need to read the mood in your in your house. <laughs> read the room. <laughs> All right. First um, recipe is actually, Betsy, because I was kind of in that mood. It's shredded chicken and potato burritos. And to be honest, this was a last minute addition to the episode. I had bought this bag of potatoes, like you said, and I realized I needed to use a few up that were kind of like a little older that I already had in my pantry. And I really wanted something that was kind of comforting. Mm -hmm. So there we are, right? I did not want a light and refreshing salad that night. So what I did is I added about a pound and a half of chicken thighs, a jar of salsa, um, a one onion that I sliced up and about, I think it was like two, two decent sized potatoes and one tiny one. So, you know, your mileage may vary um, and chunked that up and threw it all in the instant pot. And I mixed it up and I cooked it on high pressure for 10 minutes and then let it naturally release. I pulled out the chicken thighs, putting them on a plate and you shred them with two forks. I scooped out the onions and all but just like a few of the potato chunks. And I set the cooker on saute and reduce the salsa about a third until it's just a little bit thicker. Mash in a few potato chunks that you left in to kind of thicken up the sauce a little bit. And then you add in your chicken and the onions. And so you can serve this as burritos with the chicken at the table. You know, tortillas kind of a make your own burrito situation. Or you can make the burritos 
right away and kind of put them in a baking dish, pour over a little extra salsa, top with cheese and broil until the cheese is melty, which is an extra step, but super delicious. And also turns them into what is not a very appetizing in my opinion, but like a wet style burrito is what they're called. It's like, yeah, wet burrito, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but actually super delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did this go, Betsy? So I loved the ease and simplicity of this cage because mm. I always have uh, chicken thighs, boneless, skinless chicken thighs are just a staple in my freezer. So I always have those and using up the left of the potatoes, an onion, jar of salsa. I mean, this is about as easy as you could get. And I thought it was super delicious too. And I think you could really like, depending on the salsa you have at the ready or add some black beans at the end. I mean, you could go mm-hmm. a lot of different ways for this. So we um, just use our taco shells that we had on hand and kind of skip into some taco shells instead of making the burritos. And again, felt very hearty, very low fuss, pulled just the extra stuff that we had, some sour cream, some cheese, things like that from the fridge. And it did feel very fall, kind of like a comfort food burrito wrap, Kate. And I like your enchilada idea or you're like what yeah. burrito you yeah. can even make these in enchiladas as a filling i just think this is so versatile yeah for sure yeah I, w- I have to admit this is one of the favorite recipes that i've made of mine in a while i was like oh good job me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, james also was super into it he loved the potatoes he wasn't expecting it um mm-hmm. and was like oh that's super good like you did you said you could really use this with any tortilla or taco shell that you like whatever you're into I actually made a tostada the last night i ha- had this because i just had yeah. a little bit of the filling and just like one kind of pretty stale tortilla at the end there yeah. um you could also make this with chicken breast it's not my favorite so that's why i made it with thighs but you just have to reduce the time um i think with chicken breast it's usually about 10 minutes with a five minute natural release and then you quick release it because you don't want to overcook the chicken brush breast um yeah all in all i was very happy and i definitely will make this again especially if you've got a few potatoes that like well they're they need to be made today kind of mm-hmm. potatoes yeah well, I'm giving you a five out of five on this. Ooh, nice wow. work. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I will also just say <laughs> as, a, as a wrap up, I think all of us appreciate an instant pot recipe that when we've talked about this before, when you're reaching for your instant pot often, you are reaching for it to make dinner a little bit easier. And so having an overcomplicated recipe paired with your instant pot sort of like cancels it out. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I loved that this was just like super simple and instant pot uh, hit all the hit all the notes there. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Cool thank you. Yeah. Thank you. One last thing. I don't have the time for what this would be in a slow cooker or in um, on the stovetop, but I think you could pretty easily adapt it for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Okay. So nacho style baked potato, nacho style baked potatoes from Sirius Eats up next. Betsy, this is your recipe because I don't know. You texted me. What was it? Two, three weeks ago. You're like, yeah. can I have this? Cause I made it. It was good. I was like, all right. <laughs> so- Sometimes when I make recipes that are from blogs that we use. Mm-hmm. 
I would really like to double dip on that and make it have it also count for the podcast. <laughs> That's actually what you said. I think you said, can we count this for some week? And I was like, sure. And then we had this potato week. I was like, perfect. So um, I actually, Betsy, I like to had to go back into my text messages to find it. It was like a whole series of things, but I'm glad I did because these were really good. And basically, I mean, if I had described them, they're almost like a twice baked potato. Mm-hmm. So, right. So you take, you bake potatoes, cut them into boats or kind of keep them whole and just scoop out the insides. Right. And then you mash the inside of the baked potato with refried beans and sour cream. Then you stuff it back into the potato uh, or the boat, whatever you've got, and top it off with a homemade nacho cheese sauce, which I was actually very happy to know, but a little scared in the beginning to learn, like, be like, oh, cheese sauce. I don't know. But it was so easy to make. You just shred a block of sharp cheddar cheese. You toss it with a little cornstarch. And then in a saucepan, you heat it up with a can of evaporated milk. Uh, And this recipe also says if you want to make it nacho cheese, you can add in a couple shakes of your favorite hot sauce. So what you have in the end are these delicious stuffed potatoes with a glorious cheese sauce on top. And then you can put all the other nacho goodies on top, like more sour cream, a little pico de gallo or salsa, avocados, hot sauce, like black olives, if that's what you're into. Anything else that you love? I want to know how everyone liked this, Betsy, um, because, you know, you're the one who picked it. Yeah, I always forget how easy it is to make a baked potato for dinner, like a baked potato bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was obviously a little bit more involved because you're making kind of a twice baked potato, but also twice baked potatoes are one of my favorite things. So <laughs> Same. I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, I'm going to make this, I'm not going to make it all the time, but it's kind of a nice comfort food, relatively easy pantry friendly treat to dinner where mm-hmm. it feels like you've really kind of gone all out, but it's not too, too difficult to do. Um, so they have a little trick in there for microwaving the potatoes first and then popping them in the oven to finish them off. And I can't remember the exact um, like ratio, but it's like, it was like five minutes to 20 minutes. Yeah. Like yeah. So it just kind of cuts down on that time in the oven And they said it really doesn't diminish the quality of your baked potatoes. So I did that and that helped. Um, You know what? I just, everything here was so delicious. And also this goes in my bucket of meals, which are fun to eat, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're eating like a little potato boat, which sometimes in my family, like if it's just different than... (laughs) <laughs> eating your regular dinner that automatically makes it feel fun. I don't know what, what the putting some cheese sauce on there. It just kind of breaks up that mental um, kind of like dinner. Oh, dinner sure. Kind of thing. So that was nice too. Um, I did read some reviews before making the sauce, which was actually pretty easy, but people really uh, cautioned against heating the cheese too quickly because that's mm-hmm. what will cause it break or to break or curdle. So I kind of made sure to not heat my cheese too quickly and was successful. So there you go. There you go. Delicious. I mean, yeah. Nacho cheese on anything and then dinner. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I actually wrote in the script here, instant happiness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I actually made the potatoes the night before. I kind of did them while I was doing other things in the house. And then I kind of warmed it up again, made the filling and then, um, just kind of stuffed the heated filling into the potatoes again. And that worked great. 
Yeah, I bet. That was fine, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, but I didn't heat it with a sour cream in it because I was kind of worried it would break. So I basically, like, heated up the potatoes enough to scoop, scooped it out, put it in my grave dish, put in the refried beans, mix, 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 heated that up again, mm. and then sour cream, which in the end, like, I probably just should have done this all in one night, but I don't know. Your mileage yeah. may vary. Whatever that you think sounds like a good idea. Um, you know what I wish I had gotten? Was pickled jalapenos. Oh, that'd be good. Right? Yeah. Like a real nacho situation. That would have been mm-hmm. amazing. But, you know, always next time. These were extremely popular in my house. Super popular. Um, yeah. And also, Betsy had said you can make the cheese sauce ahead of time. Just heat it very gently. Warm it back up again. I think this cheese sauce, I mean... Really I'm a little nervous it. about having to, knowing how to make this cheese sauce. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, we could do we have a cheese sauce for this. You know, yeah. mm, <laughs> didn't we like to make some soft pretzels? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that really good. Um, yeah, this is a five out of five for me. Yeah, me too. And you know what? Serious Eats can sometimes have overly complicated recipes on there. Mm. And I thought this one just really was great. I loved it. Okay. Speaking of uh, slightly overly complicated recipes, Kate, we've got our <laughs> last dish of the day, which is a sweet potato hash with caramelized onions, sausage, and eggs from the kitchen. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that part, I promise. But couldn't do an episode about potatoes without talking about sweet potatoes because I love them. They're so delicious. But I really do like them best when they're paired with ingredients that are more savory than sweet. I mean, I like sweet potato casserole on Thanksgiving, the days before and after it great but that's about i'm like eh. i really do like them when they're kind of like maybe a little spicy or a little oniony so to make this hash you caramelize a couple pounds of onions and then brown a pan a pound of italian sausage toss that all together with three pounds of cubed sweet potatoes along with some salt pepper rosemary and oil and all of that goes in a sheet pan and roasted for about 40 minutes on high heat i think it's about 450 when that's all brown and roasted you and the potatoes are soft you pull the tray out make eight spots in the hash for an egg and then crack an egg into each divot and bake it for another 10 minutes or so until the eggs are set. And this was, makes a lot of food, Betsy. So I hope your kids were hungry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Kate, it's like eight eggs and a pound of sausage and all those. (laughs) I mean, it is a lot of food, even for our family of five, it was, uh, was a lot of food. Um, so, but it kept, like, I felt like the, other than the eggs, uh, the hash part of it, we did have some leftovers on this, which was, which was good for lunch the next day. Um, so this is kind of funny because it's very Pinteresty looking, this recipe, yes. right? And it's deceiving in the way that Pinterest, Pinteresty looking recipes often are, which it looks simpler than it actually is. You're like, oh, that looks cute and fun. And then... <laughs> when, when you're in the midst of it, it's like, what have I gotten myself into? So I'll, I'm going to preface this by saying we've done a few sheet pan recipes where everything just goes on the sheet pan and you're kind of done and it's delicious. Like most recently, I'm thinking about that cooking light Cajun bake right. mm-hmm. that we did over the summer. And that was just some sausages and some peppers. And then you right. put a little rice on there and bake it all up. And it was so delicious. So for this one, I will tell you, you just really work for it. So I did <laughs> cube the sweet potatoes ahead of time and prepped that in the fridge because we had this conversation like maybe this is going to be a lot of work. So I did that. 
But then on the night of, if you're picturing this, right, you're caramelizing the onions, which takes 40 minutes. And then, and that's kind of like, you know, an active 40 minute. You're, yeah. you're tossing them. You, you can't, you can't walk away from that really. Sure. Um, you kind of can, but not really. And then you're also at the same time kind of browning your sausage up. So now you've got two things going on the stovetop. And then you're roasting your potatoes in the oven. So now you got your two things on the stovetop and the oven going, which is like feeling a little insane for a sheet pan meal, right? And then everything's kind of like coming together. And then you crack the eggs on the top. And I mean, it's fine, but you end up it's one of those nights where you're just like, oh my gosh, my kitchen like exploded in dishes. So, so I went back after this because a lot of times to prep for the episodes, you always put the PDF, the printed PDF to a Google file so that I just pull them out of there. So I went back and thought, I'm going to read the head notes on this recipe to see what, what she was thinking here. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) And there it was. Uh, she had said you can make the whole hash the night before if you're having brunch, like a people yeah. over for brunch. And then you put it in your uh, uh, refrigerator and you pull it out and then you crack the eggs in and then you're like ready for a big crowd, which I think is good in theory. If you are willing to spend almost an hour and a half the night before prepping this um prepping this sheet pan and also if you have room in your fridge for a sheet pan I don't I mean I don't think I could have put a whole sheet pan in my fridge like yeah so fun given day yeah no Uh, so here's the thing you did all this and then I looked at the recipe I made this last minute last night right okay and so I knew you had already made this (laughs) and I was like oh I should have told her some things because I looked at the recipe and was like, Oh, this is too much. I can't deal. And so what I ended up doing mm-hmm. is I just made this as a sheet pan meal. You just threw everything on there. I just like threw everything on there. These are caramelizing in the oven. I was like, they're onions. just going to roast in the oven. Yeah. I would say the onions, it is almost because you're not caramelizing them, you know, cause you lose so much volume when you caramelize onions. I would actually yeah. have the amount of onions because it's, it's a lot in there and it got a little wet instead of like really roasting, it was kind of steaming, which was fine. Um, But if you do everything on the same pan, it just came together. I just took kind of hunks of the sausage and kind of sprinkled them over the top. Like I didn't even, I didn't cook those either because those are big. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you make this, so what I did is I sliced the onions, um, cubed sweet potatoes, tossed it in salt, pepper, oil, rosemary, dumped that on the sheet tray. And then I took my um, Italian sausage and just like pulled it out of the casing and placed it, placed little, you know, bits of it all over the, the sheet pan, put that whole thing in the oven at 450, turned it once. I think I I let it go for about 40, 40 minutes or so, Mm -hmm. and then pulled it out, did the egg thing I'm going to actually, Betsy took it out of the sheet tray and put it into a different pan. Okay. Because I wanted to take a picture of it. And I was like, oh, I've got this, this pan. It's super cute. So I think if you're doing it for a brunch, then what you do, you've made the sheet pan, right? That's taking you 40 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Put it into a smaller container because you can fit eight eggs into a smaller 
places. Yeah, like a nine by thirteen. Like a nine by thirteen. Like like yeah, casserole. Like a cute nine by thirteen or whatever, and then put that in your fridge. Pull that out. And then bake the eggs and then you're golden. Sometimes when you and I have recipes that we find tricky, uh, we won't feature them on the the podcast. But I think this one is great flavors. The taste is really Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in terms of directions, we probably would have streamlined it a bit. So I give this a three out of five. I'm definitely going to write all my notes in the show notes. So if you do end up wanting to make this and want my my directions, we'll put that in there. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I'm going to throw it a five too, Kate. I mean, it was not like one of these. We've we've made things before that just like taste terrible. And I think that is different than it was just excessively long and maybe written in. Too fussy for. It was too fussy for like, I thought a a sheet pan hash. I think sheet pan conveys to you like, this is, this is something that might be, um, easy or i don't yeah. know that things are well, baking the on the instant pot pan. thing right yeah 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 that's it's kind of like you know what it is kate it's like when you get a lot of those recipes in the slow cooker and the instant pot too where it's like you're doing a whole lot of prep work on your yeah. stove top and then putting it right <laughs> and you're like why did i which is fine Not but you have point. to be in the mood yeah 100 mm-hmm. okay so what was your uh what was your winner on this on the week uh, I think it's just the night I had them on, but those nacho style baked potatoes were just, just hit the spot. Perfect, super delicious comfort food. How about you? I'm going to go with your burrito mix. That's what I'm calling Ooh. it. Your burrito instant pot. I like it. Yeah, I like it's it. It's good. Use well, that. Yeah. Thanks. Well, if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and a grocery list at dinnersisters.com. There you've got links to all the recipes, everything we talked about, including the directions that I just went through. And um, yeah, if you want to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Just put that in on Facebook and we'll be good to go. Okay, Kate, our smorgasbord this week, we are going to talk about some listener events. So first, it's October. So we've got a new listener cook along and it will be Walks of Life. And that is W-O-K-S. Uh-huh. Walks of Life is a family-run food blog run by two parents and their daughters that focuses on Chinese cooking. We can't wait to get cooking uh, with these recipes with everyone. So how this works, we start a thread in our Facebook group, and that's a Dinner Sisters podcast. You can find us on Facebook. And you can post what you've made there. If you're not on Facebook, you can send us voice memos or emails about things you've made. And then at the end of the month, we publish a wrap-up kind of mini episode about all the different things that people made and they'd recommend and what they liked about the blog and, you know, just little tips and pointers. And it's just really fun to kind of cook together as a group. So that's that's going to be great. And as a reminder, we just finished our September cook-along and published that wrap-up episode that was for Cookie and Kate. So if you haven't listened to that yet, that mm-hmm. was just published last Friday. Yeah, I love the listener cook-alongs because people make such diverse recipes. I really get a sneak peek into pe- how people choose recipes, you know, so it's interesting for me because I'm choosing recipes all the time. Plus, I feel like um, the fun thing is that some folks are really familiar with these blogs, and so they really dig deep into the archives and pull out some that maybe maybe we wouldn't have found. So walks of life. I'm also excited about because it is a family 
blog, Betsy. If you dig into their description more, they really started, the parents started it because they wanted to keep in touch with their kids when they had moved temporarily to China. So it was a way for them to kind of like come together on a family project, which, you know, is kind of our thing. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. It should be really fun to to cook from. So speaking of cook-alongs, I just wanted to bring up that we are having another cook-along for our Patreon coming up in October. And if you're a $10 a month supporter, you can cook along with us. We will pick a recipe from Walks of Life and cook it together. I'll be in my house cooking. Betsy will be in her, whatever recipe we choose, which reminds me, I need to get on that. Uh, Betsy will be at her house, maybe with her kids, uh, manning the tech station. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then sometimes we have special guests. We had Tara come last month. She might come again. Um, and then we just cook. You can either, we'll tell you with enough time so you can gather the ingredients and do it with us. Or you can, you know, Caroline made her own stir fry, which was super fun. So we'd love to have you and we'd love to have you um, join us on Patreon. It really helps support our podcast and um, is a way for you to help us keep this thing going. So we are on patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash dinner sisters. You can find out how to support us there. Okay, Kate, before we wrap up for this week, we had one more potato idea from Facebook group. (laughs) So thanks, Sorrel, for posting because she mentioned that she had a breakfast burrito for dinner meal, which Mm. I thought was just really fantastic. And as part of their breakfast burritos, she sauteed up some frozen cut up potato wedges and threw those into the breakfast burrito, which sounds really good to me. So I'm going to try that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, potatoes make everything better. It just, you know, truth. Truth. And you know what? We all need a little comfort nowadays. So Mm -hmm. make all the potatoes. Yeah. Yes. So that's it for this week for the potatoes. Kate, coming up next week, what do we have? What are we doing? Well, Betsy, it's all squash all the time. Mm. Right? Here's the thing. I go to farmer's markets and then I buy way too many of these beautiful, adorable hard squashes. You know, the winter squash, you're like, ooh, that one's cute. Oh, I haven't seen that. And then I've got all this squash in my house. So let's actually find some recipes. Let's do something about that. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds fun. So that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes, tips, and other fun stuff. If you have some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at dinnersisterspodcast. Last, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Dinner Sisters is a member of the Frolic Media Network. Find more Frolic podcasts at frolic.media backslash podcasts. <laughs>